Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How are you, friend? Doing nice. Nice. Oh, I'm doing nice. You did roll in here with a very positive attitude. I can do nice all by myself. (laughs) Excuse me, Tyler Perry's I can do nice all by myself. Got it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, uh, I got good news for you, Jordan. I'd love to hear that. Uh, if you kill me mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. my family... I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't considering it. Right. So... Right. Well, I could tell you were in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I was thinking of murder. Uh, my family gets $600,000. If I kill you? Yeah. Did you get Jordan insurance? <laughs> exactly. Oh. You would be surprised at how affordable it is. Yeah. Given how much murdering you do. <laughs> I saw my friend Jerry... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Jerry, but he's probably one of the best known – he's probably one of the best known life insurance guys in the whole Toluca Lake area. Okay. Okay. So – I Jesse, I am not invited to those parties. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I wasn't trying to pull a star card I don't know what kind of shindigs you get invited to, you know. As the late prince once said, baby, I'm a star. (laughs) Uh, You head up to Toluca Lake. Mm -hmm. You go talk to my friend Jerry. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to talk to prob- a few. He probably wouldn't even see me, but I can get- look. Jordan, can you make some calls? Are we friends? Uh, yes. Yeah, we've been friends for a long time, right? Yeah. That's why I'm considering making your death so quick. You think? You think I'm not going to? You think I'm not going to give a call up to Toluca Lake to Jerry's <laughs> office, mm-hmm. talk to Cheryl, mm-hmm. and get Cheryl to get you on the books with Jerry? I I would appreciate it. I mean, you know, listen, I'll believe it when I'm sitting in that sweet office. With my complimentary bottle of water and handful of mints. How about this? Let me make a proposal to you. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Strangers on a Train? Yes. Okay. So uh, for those who are listening who haven't heard this, Mm -hmm. uh, two strangers on a train agree to murder each other's worst enemies, Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's untraceable. Sure. So I'm proposing a similar kind of trade. Kind of crisscross. Yeah, crisscross. So you Mm -hmm. murder me. Go on. So my family gets six hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and then I get you an appointment with Jerry. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like a win-win. I think it's a win-win-win because it's a win for Jerry too. He gets to meet my friend Jordan. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot. That's of fun. one of the world's top murderers, and I'm gonna have a handful of mints. <laughs> I'm assuming he has a giant bowl of mints in his office. That's just what I'm picturing. You're not gonna believe how many mints this guy has. You know, this guy makes house calls. Really? You don't have to go up to Toluca Lake, huh? Well, well where am I gonna get the mints then? Oh shit! Yeah, that was pretty. I don't fucked. know if this whole th- I'm, I, Jesse. This is getting so complicated. I'm considering not even killing you. Is there any like Safeways or Ralphs or Piggly Wigglies near your house? Well, several Piggly Wigglies. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I live in uh, Central <laughs> Arkansas, by the way. <laughs> Long commute in here. <laughs> so get over there. Get yourself some mints. Okay, it's two stops. You know what? You're here in Hollywood now. Mm-hmm. Forget getting you mints. Let's get you Christopher Mintz Plus. <laughs> that would be great. McLovin himself. <laughs> McLovin himself. Oh, you know what? I'll just go to Jerry's office and then I'll have Postmates bring me the mints. Great. Perfect. Okay. Settled. So do you have a preference of how you want to die? I'm not making any promises, but like I will, I will listen to your requests. I mean, I know that you mentioned uh, making my death quick. Sure. And I do appreciate that. I don't want to suggest. Hey, no, no problem, man. I don't. I do not want to suggest that I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But 
honestly, my feeling is if it could be one of those euphoric slow deaths, uh, like Frostbite. Oh, like at the end of The Shining. Uh, I haven't seen the end of The Shining. The guy dies of frostbite? <laughs> oh, yes. Spoiler alert for The Shining. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, you like, uh, you know, like you're, I, I sort of like to think of it as um, like how Survivor Man will probably die. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. from the show Survivor Man? I could do that. I mean, you know, it's going to be a little probably bit. probably should have said Bear Grylls, but I said Survivor Man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess, it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to be this guy, but it's going to be like, a little bit more of a trip for me because I have to find some sort of Arctic climate or, you know, at no, least a colder don't. climate. No, you don't. What? You, you don't have kids, do you, Jordan? I don't. I have kids. That's why my family needs the $600,000. So I've spent a lot of time at the Kids Space Museum in Pasadena. Oh. They've got literally a week of snow every year. Huh. So we just wait for the how holiday do they do, season. How do they do that? Uh, snow machines. Okay. Yeah, so they bring in a snowblower. Mm-hmm. They blow the snow. And the thing is, is it quickly turns into ice, dangerous, rugged ice that children should not be allowed near but are told is what snow is like. Mm-hmm. But I think if we just focus if we just focus on getting to December, yep. we wait for Kids Space to open up that snow exhibit. Uh-huh. We get in there when they're blowing the snow. Okay. Then I get frozen into that ice. Yeah, that's good. I can conk you on the head or something. No, I don't want you to cock me on the head Oh, again. that's right. I you want, want it to be a euphoric thing. You want to, like, you know, consider your life. You want to look your enemy in the eyes. How about this? You choke Sorry, me Sorry, friend. Me you want to... <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Done. Sure. One carrot. One carrot coming up. Deal. <laughs> Shall we introduce our guest? I'd love to. Okay. You know him, of course, as the star of the hit internet web series, Gay of Thrones. You know him as the host of the beloved Max Fun podcast, Getting Curious. Uh, you know him as a hairdresser to the stars, Mr. Jonathan Van Ness. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Thank you for bringing your mic in dramatically when it was time uh, for time to speak. I got inspired by you. Ah, uh, yeah. cut it out. It, no, it was, it was like you really get in there with adjusting where you're living. Well, you got to get in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, people called me the Mick Jagger of podcasting. Oh, it's really? really dramatic. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm always moving and shaking. I'm the Aerosmith guy of podcasting, which is why I have all these scarves tied to my <laughs> mic. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. I want to be Sarah Bareilles, actually. <laughs> Who's that? Who the fuck is that? Are By you the serious? way, congratulations yeah, to me for not being able to remember Steven Tyler's name. Yeah, Aerosmith guy's fine. Okay, good. I don't think anybody thought you were the Joe Perry of podcasting. <laughs> I'm the drummer from Aerosmith. Wait, sorry. So, uh, Sarah Bareilles? Yes. Yeah. Explain this to us. Um, oh, my God. So um, Sarah Bareilles is well. She's from New York, and she she sang that one song. I'm not gonna write you a love song. Oh you yeah, ask for it because yeah, you can totally be that. Yeah, I love her. Does she have a, Does she have a um, uh, impressive mic work? She has gr- really good piano work, but she's good with the mic. You know, she's fierce, but she's not really. M- she just wrote this musical, okay. and it's called Waitress, and mm-hmm. it's on Broadway. And it's amazing. I cry seeing the title track from it at least once a day. <laughs> Under what circumstances? Um, it's great. Well, let's see. What I love to do is I love to drive down Wilshire to work with my windows down. Great and, street, by the way. And yeah. scream, sing, cry. Or like laugh, scream, yell. 
Uh-huh. Like, sure. Yeah. A classic um, LLC. Yeah. Like if it's like a, it's like if it's like Wait, LSY. Yeah, I always have a trouble I have trouble with doing that Thank like you. quickly. That was good. But yeah, if it's like a happy song, I like to do like a like a really like you know, and then if it's sad, yeah. really sad. Sure. And then have people hear you harmonizing yeah. horrifically, doing horrific harmonizations. Oh, uh, people are harmonizing or you're harmonizing. I'm attempting to do it. Got it. I can't though. When well, I'm driving to work, I like a little CGM. A little What's chuckle, that? groan, and masturbate. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh. I go, <laughs> oh. And then I finish up. Got it. Um, that is, uh, that's a lot. Yeah. And I like it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a short commute. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're efficient, you can get it all done. Yeah, if Wait. you know your moves. Sure. Yeah. Do you have a special lady in your life? Uh, I don't. I'm out there. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I have, I have many. You're working da- the pavement. I have many dating apps. <laughs> like so. what? What are the straight dating apps? Just knocking everything. on doors. <laughs> Just saying hi. Um, uh, do a Tinder. Yes. Do an OkCupid. Okay. Uh, that's an app now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, uh, I think everything has has reverted to not reverted to, but I would say evolved ascended. into a swi- ascended. Yeah. Is there uh, isn't like a phoenix? Yeah. Uh, it's like I mean the interface is like Tinder. You swipe around. Oh. But it, so it doesn't look like Grinder. There's never like a how many feet away a woman is from you. No, yeah, I think I think I think the straight women don't like that. Yeah, right. Don't like being tracked by, by GPS. Got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whereas for us, it's like a matter of convenience. Sure. Yeah. It's so convenient. It is so convenient. Uh, have you you've grinded before? And that well, I'm, I'm a taken woman now, but yes, sure. I have, I have, I have, yeah, I have done the grind. Mm-hmm. I will, I will say that that is have true. You, you were the host of MTV's The Grind for a time, weren't you? <laughs> um, I was. I pop locked and dropped it all over that, <laughs> and um, I did. I, I'm, just, I'm kidding. I didn't. No, I didn't. That, that was Dan me. Cortez. We all know that was Dan Got Cortez. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I need to talk to you guys about something. <laughs> okay. And I really hope that you guys know what it is. Mm-hmm. Brian, I hope you're recording this. Yeah. Do you remember? It was like 1995, 1996, a little little show on MTV called Sandblast. Mm. And it was this it was this show on a beach and it was this obstacle course. Uh-huh. It was this cr- no. No wait. I the more you say, the more I am... Here's some of the obstacles. It's coming into focus like one of those yeah. posters you would look at at the mall around that time. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep Please going. Please go. go, 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 go. So you're saying it's There's... becoming 3D yes, before your also, eyes? Yes. yes, he's seeing... I'm paying him a picture like Sophia and the Golden Girls. So this is what it's like. <laughs> picture it. MTV, 1995. <laughs> you are... It's, so this, you go on this launch pad. It's like a springboard for like a, gym, for like a vault. For is a gymnast Sophia vault. Sophia the slutty one? No, that was Blanche Devereaux. Got it. My Sorry. word, honey. No, Sophia's Dorothy's mama. Okay. Um, anyway, so, but yeah, so, but the, whatever. It was this obstacle course. You had to, like, ride down this, like, a like a hundred-foot thing on a jet ski. Mm-hmm. You had to, like, it was a whole thing. Google Sandblast. It was amazing. Who hosted this? Our friend Dave Holmes? No, it was right after Singled Out. I remembered it was, like, it was, like, it was, like, Nacho Doritos, Surge, Singled Out, Sandblast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was all about. That's a that's a hell of an afternoon of that's television. What it was all that's about. a great vision board. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Downtown Julie Brown? No, that was a little bit after Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah, Downtown Julie Brown. I feel like was on her way out by the time I was on my way in, mm-hmm. which was nineteen ninety three. I got cable. My only in my dad's house. Got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. my dad's aunt died, and he inherited uh, like fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. 
bought himself a used Honda Accord wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big upgrade in our life. Got rid of that metallic brown Chevy Nova. Uh, and then uh, we got we got a TV, a stereo. Uh, it, it had a music service on it. Mm-hmm. The cable box had a music service that came through the cable. Wow. My dad was very excited about it because it showed you the name of the song that was playing. Oh. That was big news. And, uh, I mean, look, we all remember 1993. Danzig's mother was tearing through our hearts. Sure. Well, like and our we actual had, we were we were coming right into the Nancy Kerrigan Tanya Harding scandal. We had just had Christy Yamaguchi capture the gold mm-hmm. in '92, which was the last Olympics where we had a summer and winter Olympics happen in the same year. That's a really fun. We fact. had yes. a pocket full of rubbers, yes. and our homeboys did too. <laughs> it always comes back to the penis in mm-hmm. here. I feel like uh-huh. it's well, it's a very phallic show. It yeah. is a phallic show. <laughs> Gay, straight, doesn't matter. Sure, oh, everybody's got a dog in here. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They do. We all do. <laughs> we do. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so what else happened on Sandblast that, that that spoke so deeply to your I heart? I just was craving, like, this intimacy of you guys knowing this, like, little-known show that I feel like every time I do that, wait, 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 do you remember the show? Like, no one ever does. And that's what happened here, I think and that's the end of the story. In our in our generation of MTV, and I think we're all about the same age in here, uh, because, you know. Now I'm really curious. I think Jonathan's younger than we are. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she flips her hair, she sits up a little straighter, and then the mic goes uh, back to you. I think in our day, MTV had a lot more obstacle courses. It had a lot more <laughs> animation, and it had a lot more obstacle courses. I love an obstacle course. Me too. I can't get enough of that. Yeah. Like Wipeout. Remember that show Wipeout on ABC? Sure. Can't get enough of that. Even though it's the same every time. I still can't. American Gladiator. I once auditioned to host Kids Wipeout. I could really see that. I didn't get it. I could see you with a smooth blow dry. Yeah. I think it would be smooth. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it has some volume. Sure. And I think it would be really nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It probably would. I think that would be pretty nice. I didn't get it. Why not? Some cool black guy did. How smooth was your blow dry? Maybe not, not smooth, smooth enough. enough. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. Uh, I mostly was interested in Lisa Loeb at the time. Sure. Lisa Loeb. She was great. Lisa Loeb was singing directly to my heart. That one song? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that one song. No, it wasn't one of her other songs. But so she, um, it was um, one of her recent children's yes. songs. You only hear what I want to. You don't listen hard. You don't, don't pay attention, attention to the distance that I'm running from anywhere. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm Nisa Lobe. I'm only That's part I'm of only it. I'm only hearing negatives. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's really good. That if you had, if you had cat eye glasses on right now, I might have a crush on oh you. Oh my god. That's how powerful the effect of that song was. I had a heterosexual man tell me today that my chest was getting bulkier because I've been lifting a lot of weights. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I feel like with this backlit light, uh-huh. a cat eye glass, right. I could like just be there right to pick up the pieces if right. if you're the bulk of your functioning relationship. The bulk ever. of your the bulk of your chest. Of my breasts. Would Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yes, I like got a it. Strap and bite. Sure. So big. So uh Jonathan as a as a uh, prominent uh figure in the world of Game of Thrones criticism. We are not critics. Sorry. Um, what, how would you categorize yourself? We are the then? biggest fans. Okay. Commentators. Well, I am the I am a big fan. Of uh, now as of this taping. Yes. Uh the first episode of Game of Thrones of mm-hmm. the season has aired. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts. 
it was big. It was a big deal. Sure. Yeah. We had a lot of action. There's there. a lot of action. You know, I um, I was really happy to see Brienne, who we lovingly refer to as Tilda. We love her, <laughs> and I was so she's ex- amazing. And she's amazing, and yep. I was so ready for her to come in. I was also really happy to see my boy Alfie come in strong on the right side of history and take out that one boy. Um, sad for baby Pedro Pascal that got speared oh, in the back yeah, of the head. yeah, he absolutely got speared. Oh my God, though. Yeah. Did we read about these plot holes, you we guys? Have, I, no, I have not read about any plot holes. I didn't notice them myself. Well, I will I'll let you in. Uh, don't listen if you haven't watched the first episode. Is that okay to say? Yeah, Can well, I tell your people to, to not listen for like the next two seconds? Yeah, I think so because we're we're a week and a half. We're, we're a week. Yes, that's on you, boo. Yeah, yeah. This is not Coda. This listen, is we're not codependent. Hey, listen here, boo. <laughs> if you haven't watched the first episode, the second episode's already come out by the time this hits. The, by yeah. the time this hits the airwaves, okay. That's and I on- know we're probably going to get a lot of people on Twitter. It's like, oh, I like to save them all to the for the winter months. I like to rent them at Blockbuster. Yeah, if you have some weird. Thing where you want to watch a thing at a certain time far after it comes out. Uh, you can't get mad at us about spoilers, even though you are already. Anyway, for yeah, just a second. we warned you. Yeah. We warned you. We warned you. Um, I was waiting to watch Star Wars on Blu ray. Anyway. Oh, I did spoil that for someone and it was not good. Yeah. Anyway. So, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, plot holes. Oh, yeah. So, if you guys remember back in season five, at the end, we had Chris K. In the boat, or well, kissing Taylor Swift goodbye. Sure. She poisoned her, right? Mm-hmm. But then as the boat pulled away, you saw Chris K, Chloe, Chloe, and Kim and Courtney yeah. were all on the dock. Sure. So how did they get on the boat to kill Tristan mm. when they were pulling into King's Landing? Because we saw the boat leaving and we saw the three girls still on the dock. Here's my explanation. Dornish submarine. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you if, know I, know, I, if I know one it? thing about the Kingdom of Dorne, yeah. it's the and submarines you don't. are fierce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the submarines are a big deal. Yeah, they love them. And they're that, always talking about it. You them. know what I think it was probably like? Was. And I'm working on Jordan's idea, because I think this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. You know about that Revolutionary War submarine where it's like a round ball, and then it had a screw that you turned with a crank sure. to try and drill a hole into the... I know I'm getting kind of monitor in the Merrimack here, but wait, go back. There is a submarine. <laughs> okay, so it's a it's it's a. I'm pretty sure it's a Revolutionary War era submarine. It could be Civil War era. I'm pretty sure there wasn't submarines in 1700. Now I'm not talking about a hunt for Red October type. It's like a diving bell. It's like a round diving bell. Is it wooden? With one person inside. I presume so. What am I? They, what am I? I do, I'm uh, curious. Naval if anyone Admiral? knows anything it's about me, it's that I'm curious about things. I'm sorry I have questions. That's true. You're the host of Getting Curious. I'm I have curious. to I have to grant you that point. Okay, so then there's a screw that cranks mm-hmm. that drills a hole in the the hull of a wooden ship, mm-hmm. but it only kind of worked and then the guy died, I think. Okay. That's oh, how man. I imagine a long story short, I imagine a Dornish submarine to be a round ball with a guy with a white wig inside of it. Sure. Turning a crank that turns a screw that's supposed to put a hole into the hull of a ship. And so, and frankly, somehow the, given that information the, that we just got, your theory just doesn't stack up. Because we know, as we all know, that thing didn't work good enough Hunty, and the guy that dies. wasn't my theory. I'm not even that smart to notice that. I read on Huffington Post. <laughs> it's not like I was like looked at that and real. I just read on Huffington Post. <laughs> Along with the other plot hole... 
Which, which was, was Melisandre took that bath in Which guy is four. Melisandre? Is Melisandre is Evil Red Riding Hood. Got it. And she took her necklace off to get in that bath. Mm-hmm. So why didn't she turn into an old lady back then? Oh wow! Mm. Mm. Maybe she just maybe it was like it was a combination, right? They said that she sprinkled some like polyjuice potion in the bathtub before she got in there. Okay, I, I buy that. Like that's what she was dribbling in there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like anytime, anytime you want to nitpick a thing that is in a fantasy world like that, it's just oh, it's a magic thing we don't know about yet. Um, do you guys want to know what I think is going to happen? But can I preface that by saying that I've never read any of the books and I don't read anything online other than like if it's about me um, <laughs> in relation to Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, you like, look at sure. some Snapchats. No, well, all that. But I mean, like as far as like Game of Thrones, it's not like I'm like reading conspiracy blogs or like sure. you know what I'm saying. That's a bad use of your time. But I've always thought since season three, this mm-hmm. has always been what I thought would happen. Please. I'm saying in public. I've always thought that it was going to end up being between the Starks and Christina Aguilera. And I've mm-hmm. always thought that <laughs> Bran was going to warg away her dragons. Oh. I've always thought that he will figure out a way mm. to warg every every animal, including the dragons, and he will strip the dragons from Christina, and then the Starks will actually be the like underdog that always was. Mm-hmm. And Sansa Fierce will rule the world. It's pretty good. You know what I've heard recently Is? from a book reader? Uh-huh. That Jon Snow can warg. So oh, yeah. Maybe he he's, the... he's in his own wolf right now. Right. Which is why he was nudging everyone. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I heard. So maybe this warging theory of yours it's a thing. has some weight. It's What's a thing. warging again? It's when you go into an animal. By the way, I've seen every episode of this <laughs> show that I'm asking these questions about. Oh, my God. I, what I like about Game of Thrones is basically everything. Mm-hmm. What I don't like about Game of Thrones is that I simply lack the mental capacity to know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I honestly think about that? I Have you ever tried to watch during the day as opposed to Sunday night? The first season of Game of Thrones I watched exclusively during the day. I think that makes a <clears throat> difference. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because, you know, Sunday night... It's like it's like we have sundowner syndrome at that time or whatever. Like, sure, it's hard to keep it straight on Sunday night. Like, you got to go to work, and then in my case, I got to recap. I got to get my hair blown out all cute. I got to like think <laughs> of fun stuff. Sure, and I don't have to recap, but I do have to get my hair blown out all cute. When but it's shows hard. Up. I, you know, I would love speaking of blowouts to just flat iron your Ulysses S. Grant beard uh-huh. and just set it. Uh-huh. and forget it. Just set it and forget it, <laughs> and just backcomb it. And just make you look like Mugatu, but on your beard. <laughs> like, I want to give you, like, Mugatu hair, but on your beard. Like, do you think that's girls. what we're doing next year for the pledge drive? <gasps> that is what we should do. Did I just think of it? Yeah. You oh should flat gosh. iron everyone's hair. Well, I want. I really want to make your hair into Mugatu. You know Mugatu, like Will Ferrell, Mugatu. What does he have on his face? I remember it's his white. His hair is, like, pin curled. Mm-hmm. And it's, right. it's like this. Right. And it's, I want to do that. You're giving, uh, yeah, you're giving gestures of... Circular, circular hair, hair, hair horns, pin curls. Think pin curls. Got it. Okay, pin yes. curls. I'm thinking pin curls yes. right now. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I think that'll probably be our biggest pledge drive ever. Do you know what's happening when you watch Game of Thrones? Here's here's what helped me early on in Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I have 
I also... I feel like I'm reading a Russian novel. Like, I feel like in high school, yeah, I was supposed sure. to read a couple Russian novels. Right. And I'd be like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Who's Ilyich? Is that the same as Ilion? I know. Everyone has... Fuck yeah. you, Russia. Yeah. That's Very... why I think we should... That's why I think we should stand up to Putin, frankly. <laughs> because of his confusing, the confusing <laughs> novels, novels of his country. Yeah. Um, and everyone says they're funny, but they're not. Oh, they're so not funny. Um, yeah. Uh, here's what helped me early on is watching with the subtitles on because then you can uh, learn people's names. Oh. Which was very helpful. So I think a lot of my base, I kind of went into it with a strong base knowledge because I uh, watched with those subtitles on. I'm also deaf, so that would also help. <laughs> One of the big problems is I can't perceive the dialogue sure, because, yeah. I, because of a hearing problems. Well, it sounds like you just need to go back, watch from the beginning. With the subtitles on. Yeah. Well, you know what I do watch sometimes with the subtitles on? Baseball games. But that's only because whenever I use Amazon, it automatically turns the subtitles on in my MLB.tv app. Do you know how to fix that? Uh, I don't, but uh, yeah. it sounds like for a deaf like yourself, that'll really work out. Mm. Good point. That sounds point like taken. torture to me. Like if I got kidnapped, <laughs> they would put me in a room and force me to watch like MLB.tv. Yeah. With the subtitles on? Like, oh my God. <laughs> when I was seven or something, my family like went to like a blues game, or not blues, Cardinals, Cardinals game, and like in the third inning, I had a nervous breakdown, and the only thing I could do to get through it was my aunt had to take me across the street to get a gorgeous blow dry. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she, she took me and my two cousins, and they got like these like mushroom haircuts, like those mushroom haircuts, mm-hmm. and then I got a blow dry during the game. Did you yeah. go back to the game? No, no. And then my because brother... you had to be in, you had to be in that hair dryer. Yeah, I could not handle that. Base. I I do not. Like sitting in baseball games, I like to get a pretzel, mm-hmm. <laughs> have a beverage, uh huh, hit the road. Got it. Yeah. You. So for you, I mean, I don't, I don't. This might blow your mind, but did you know that uh, sometimes in malls and train stations, there's actually a pretzel store right there. You don't even have to go to a baseball game. But it's like, it's like, well, now you know, like I just discovered, like in the last like three months, I like I've eaten a f- couple pickles mm-hmm. that I used to. I always hated pickles. Sure. I've also have um, – well, there was one other thing. It was like a pickle and then I, was, I had something else that I've always hated. It wasn't olives. Where are you getting Asparagus? These, where are you getting these pickles? Uh, I, I, for several places. I've had round ones. I've had spear ones. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I have been really adventurous. But, you know, pickles is the main one. But like pickles, baseball games, I am into it now for like two innings. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's how long you're into it. Pickles, yeah. also. No, no, no. I, I, I think I do. I think I'm going to continue to enjoy pickles. But as far as baseball games go, like before, I would never step foot in one. Now I went to one for like two innings. Had a great time. Apparently, there's a big gays night at the Dodgers one. I went to the I went to the gays night at the Dodgers. <gasps> I bet you were a hit at the gays uh, night with your beard and your masculine looks. <laughs> it's so kind of you. It's not the case, but it's very kind of you. No, you're such a look. You have this uh, whole mask beard, mask musk. Uh, the, <laughs> I do have a mask musk. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Jordan has been sitting in this box with me for the last five or seven years. He knows about my musk. Yeah, I've, I've smelled the musk. It's masky. Jordan, Jordan has a femme musk. I, You know? He farts. When he farts, it smells like flowers. Sure. Well, it's because I eat all that potpourri. <laughs> yeah. 
Eat it by the handful. Gotta stop eating that potpourri. Yeah. For one thing, it's expensive. Yeah, and probably poisonous. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. yeah, ow. I would imagine, ow. Oh, yeah, my uh, bowel movements are uh, not fun. <laughs> yeah, very spiky. They're spiky. Papery Oh, and spiky. my God. You say yeah. spiky poop? <laughs> no, but uh, I'm excited to learn that that's something you say, Jonathan. <laughs> the, the, man, the leaves are peeling back here. We are really getting into the core of the Jonathan Van Ness onion. Yeah. What's this spiky poop business? Well, I think I said it as a kid. What, I think what I ended up figuring out was is that that was actually like cracks, like it was cracky poop. Mm, but it was uh-huh. kind of like you know, if there was a big crack in the poop, sure, it would like when it would pass you, like ooh. But you called it spiky poop. Yeah, I thought it was spikes, mm, but it was really it. cracks. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? Should to... we talk more about baseball? <laughs> well, uh, I want to hear about what is uh, what what goes on at the at baseball gay night. Flag. Dude, they uh, they put dudes, they put uh, uh, same sex couples on the kiss cam. Okay, oh, I was very touched by fun. that. I was sincerely touched by that. Usually, and everyone had a great attitude about it. Because usually at a baseball game, that that's that's the goof of the kiss cam. Yeah, you do. You go to couples and you go yeah. to two dude friends. Yeah, and they're like, would that be Whoa. hot if they just started like making out? Cause <laughs> they were like really gays who looked really duty. They're like, finally an excuse. Yeah, so just like. <laughs> Like just Mel Mickey Audi, all would be great. Oh, I think it'd be hot. fun if the baseball players made out. That would oh, that'd be hot too. They put them on the kiss cam and they just started smooching, oh, smooching, going to town, dry humping, dry humping, <laughs> yeah, specifically, yes, dry humping, smooch, yeah, yeah, that all over the jumbotron. Yeah, that sounds fun. I would enjoy that. So, same sex couple kiss cam. Yeah, uh, is there go go boys? <laughs> I don't think no. There aren't any Go Go Boys. Um, Is there rainbow colored stuff? There. I was disappointed because in a, in sports these days, there are so many fugly ass specialty uniforms. Mm-hmm. Like they wear weird pink shit for women's cancers. They wear another color for men's cancers. That's blue. The blue. They mm-hmm. wear. Uh, you know. They wear. There's all these different reasons. Red for AIDS. They wear all these different <laughs> reasons. They do. They don't do that. They, oh. they do all these different military things. Uh, <laughs> Green. All, all these different camouflage <laughs> things. Uh, and it, they are. They're all gross looking. They're, they're mm-hmm. substantially. They're good causes. Mm-hmm. But they yes. all look awful. And I say might as well go. And they good. They do uh, a lot of places. They do Spanish script mm-hmm. for uh, Hispanic night. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I actually I kind of like that one, but uh, no, I would like to see ra- more rainbow uniforms or like even like I think the problem you're going to run into is uh, professional athletes are homophobic assholes. <laughs> Some of them are. Some of them are super gay themselves. I'm sure. And yes, you know what I think true. would be great. That's true. Yeah. If instead of these like you know this waste culture that <clears throat> we're stuck in, what if it was about like. Face decals for special nights. <laughs> Go yeah. on. Like pink, pink breasts. Right? Pink, oh. Pink. Like, oh, my God. Something's happening. Jonathan's getting a phone call, it's folks. It's Postmates. <gasps> oh, okay. We'll be back in just a second. Jonathan Starbucks is here. Are you troubled by a lack of astute yet dick-joke-filled analysis of bad movies? Do you experience feelings of laughter and enjoyment when you hear three friends go off on stupid tangents? 
Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, ghost, or totally rad party dude house cat who really only exists as a sound effect? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then pick up your podcast listening device of choice and subscribe to The Professionals. The The Flophouse. Our award-winning and usually only a little drunk staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your bad movie podcast needs. The The Flophouse. We're We're ready to make you laugh in public so that other people look at you funny. Hit it! I'm pretty sure we don't have the rights to this song. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Jonathan Venice. You can have a nickname if you want to, Jonathan. Uh, You're fun. J-Mac. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Where'd you come up with that? That's what my boyfriend calls me. Really? J-Mac? Uh-huh. Because my middle is name it... is McDonald. Oh, I thought it was just because you were such a Mac. No. No. No? I'm, no. 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 No? No. Are you sure? Mm. Well, you're often returning to things. Yeah, I am a Mac. What's mm-hmm. Mac? Like you know. a cosmetic? No, like Jonathan. A, like some sort of Mac Daddy. Yeah. Oh, or Daddy Mac. Mm-hmm. There's a famous makeup artist whose name is Mac Daddy. Really? Yes. Is this person a gentleman or a lady? He's a gentleman. Uh huh. Is with he with a fierce slade face? <laughs> what kind of face now? Slade. I can't, I can't picture this kind of face. Painted to the gods. <laughs> you want me to show you? Please. Yeah, do it. Um, I'll show you my, my photos out there. Okay. okay. So uh, he has a slayed face? Slayed. Because he slayed it? It's slayed. S-L-A-D-E? Yes. Okay. Like the band. Yeah, or like you could say like her weave is slayed. You could okay. also say that weave is laid. What's okay, it? now what? What now? Give me a, give me some context here for this. Laid is what? like laid is like that hair is laid because it, like the tracks are so smooth, the mm-hmm. hairline is so nice. Mm-hmm. It's laid. It looks mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Or what about slayed? Yeah, I was slayed. Slayed was classically more referred to in for a face, uh-huh. but now because it's been so popularized you know, anything could be slayed so it's not s-l-a-y-e-d oh yes that's what it is oh okay oh yeah because the because the it has been slayed because i slay because yes. you slay yes now how is this related to and how is it similar and dissimilar from on fleek okay well <laughs> fleek never really happened okay was the problem like, this is interesting because yeah. i thought it did it it kind of did, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. It did, but it didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Fleek is in the same vein as Slade. Okay. Eyebrows on Fleek, flannel on Fleek, mm-hmm. <laughs> curls on Fleek. Sure. Yeah. That's okay. just three examples of things Fleaky you have on Fleek. Fleaky yeah. is also a thing you could say. Mm-hmm. Would you, you say- You would prefer, you uh, would prefer, you like Slade better. I feel that Slade lends itself more to a little bit of a street cred. Okay. Okay. Well, and Lord, you, Lord knows if, I could use some of that. Yeah. And Lord knows Jonathan's got it to give. Sure. 
this guy is this guy's walking out walking down the street handing out cred. Yeah. Like it was uh like it was fun size Snickers on Halloween. Yeah, just, yeah. just like driving it was, down Wilshire like, screaming cred out his window. <laughs> like it was Starlight Mints and he was my life insurance salesman, <laughs> Jerry. Oh, got to get those mints. It's really pretty. I'd love some mints. Wait, so you got I think you were trying to at the top of the show talk about the you know, the Considerations you have to make getting life insurance, right? Big ideas that go into it, right? Uh, thinking about your own mortality, but sure. we just did a weird bit about uh, <laughs> <laughs> me getting mints and then killing you like David Carradine. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to get deeper into the issues around getting life insurance? Well, you know, I I did get like I one thing that occurred to me. I, I was sitting I was sitting talking with Teresa, my my uh, wife and the CEO of Max Fund. Uh, earlier today here in the office and it occurred to us that almost certainly my parents do not have life insurance. Mm-hmm. We were like, do your parents have life insurance? And I was like, mm, I don't think my parents have life insurance. Uh, so it's a big difference in my family that I would be a responsible adult, mm-hmm. uh, that I have children, that I would make sure that if I died, at least the house would get paid off. Okay. Um, that's a that's a big thing. The main experience that was important to me, though, wasn't so much about facing my own mortality and uh, being the kind of responsible person who provides for his children even in his absence. It was more about getting to spend some time with Jerry. Yeah, he sounds like a cool guy. Uh, I just feel like I Jerry was referred to me by our – okay, so here's the chain of referrals. Mm-hmm. We have this accountant. Mm-hmm. That's Zach. Okay, Zach was referred to us by our friend uh, Adam Lissagor of You Look Nice mm-hmm. Today. Zach's, uh, Zach's up there in uh, not Toluca Lake, a different place that's like that. Sure. Um, you have to Canoga, drive Canoga Park. Yeah, probably so. You have to drive about 40 minutes to get to Zach's office, I'll tell Tahunga. you. Tahunga. Yeah, Tahunga mm. is probably where it is. No, Tahunga, I'll tell you what Tahunga is. Mm. I think Tahunga is where. The Octonauts Live is coming that's not Los Angeles, and I decided it was too far to drive my children to. Okay. Anyway, Zach, he referred me to my estate guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, my estate guy's name is escaping me at the moment. But each one of these are – there is this amazing type of traditional white Mm -hmm. that I – had not just it just hadn't had that much experience with like a real classic type of all American white white person. Sure, man specifically. Yeah, it's what we call it. What we at Starbucks call a flat white. Yeah, <laughs> like a real like a like the kind of person who's in the Lions Club mm-hmm. and has some anecdotes about travel to share with you mm-hmm. and. That experience of these three guys in a row, and they're all Zach is probably the youngest, he's probably 50 ish, mm-hmm. but then these other guys are like 60 ish, and they all probably met again in the Lions Club. Are these men, are these they guys, may be Rotarians? I'm imagining a tucked in polo. Uh, there's tucked in polos, there's Boku okay. tucked in polos here. Yeah. Uh, they have firm handshakes, yep, good eye contact, sure. Uh, Interest uh, a little a, a fun uh, a fun elbow about something about the wife, mm. uh, but not a demeaning one, a sweet thing. Sure, 
Uh, Did she be shopping or? Well, bitches do be shopping. Sure. Uh, but we don't marry hoes. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't believe any of the things that I just said. I want to make that clear. Sure. You're speaking in character. Yes. Yes. Um, I. <laughs> yes. Much I, like I did when I said we at Starbucks. Yes. That's my famous character. Uh, Guy Starbucks at... Borg. <laughs> it's a, a collective organism <laughs> that works at Starbucks. <laughs> and uh, really is excited about the new flat white. But it's amazing to me. It, it's amazing. To, like, I have spent my entire life as a business owner mm-hmm. trying to avoid doing business things. Sure. Uh, and so, like, talking to an insurance salesman especially one who clearly is on the up and up, relies on referrals for his business and is going to do a hell of a good job for you, bud, was a completely foreign experience to me. Mm -hmm. Amazing. It was like going on safari. And did you... I saw his blue butt, yes. And you mounted his head above your your fireplace. Well, he gave me some business cards in case anybody else I know needs uh, life or disability insurance. Uh, you know, I went to a uh, I went to a tax guy and and uh, this um, uh, this tax season uh, drove up to one of these places. Uh, it was a Tahunga or a Toluca Lake or something. Toluca Lake. Toluca. Okay. I got all I know is that I was on the 170 for a period. You right. guys know what I'm talking about, sure. right? 170. Sure, the Grove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it, another Los Angeles thing. <laughs> sure. And um, and I did did uh, have a nice white chat in his office mm-hmm. and while we were doing tax stuff uh, he showed me pictures of his kids and told me what they were all up to. Yeah, I mean I feel like one of them really needs to get it together. I feel like a 30 minute drive from Los Angeles you can get right into that shit. Mm-hmm. You can 30 minutes out you're in the fraternal order of the eagles. Absolutely. Like it's so easy to slip away from uh, from the sweatpants of the Kardashians mm-hmm. and into the the pleated khakis of the of the FOE. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of magical really. It and is. then, you know, 30 more minutes to the beach, 30 more minutes to the mountains. You got Now you left America, Jonathan, in order to come here to Los Angeles. I did. I did. You could have just you could have just enjoyed I'm presuming St. Louis because you went to that Cardinals game. Well, it was I'm from like 2 hours outside of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. In fraternal order of the Eagles country. Very much Rotary Club. Like ooh yeah yeah very much. You've ever heard of like Huckleberry Finn and Mark Twain? Sure. So that's like in Hannibal, Missouri, which the is the greatest like... American novel ever. <laughs> yes, yes, I've heard of it. So my hometown is from like directly across the river from Hannibal. Oh yeah. Is there a lot of like, Mark Twain stuff oh, yeah. around? There's a white. There's like the whitewash. The whitewash fencing competition every year, and there's like the. <laughs> I wish my favorite professor in college was a Mark Twain scholar. His name was Forrest Robinson. He was just this. Uh, he was this this chill silver fox mm-hmm. who liked Mark Twain. He was just super chill. Yeah, seems like a cool way to be. I know. How come we don't have that life? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've chosen a different path. Yeah. A, t- well, a path of sexy intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, podcasting. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, did you ever compete in the whitewash fence no. competition? No. Mm-hmm. Didn't even cross your mind. No. Not on not on your radar. I did go to the Mark Twain Caves. Okay. On several occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I also went to his house. How'd that go? That was pretty cool. There's like a little creepy cemetery in the back where all of his like little dead brothers and sisters are buried. Wow. <laughs> but not him? No, well, there was like a lot of stillborns back then. Oh, yeah. okay. Sure. 
People were dying left and right. Left and right. When I say people, I mean babies. Mm -hmm. Smallpox. Sure. Up, down, all around. Dead babies. Yep. A lot of little ghosts. Yep. Oh. Flying around over there. (laughs) Yeah. They love it, though. (laughs) Cuckoo! Cuckoo! That's a crow, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I think when, yeah. Wait a minute. So what are those what what do you call those baby ghosts that are on the you know that pole out out back behind my house? They all congregate there. Those black baby ghosts with the yeah, these are crows with the claws. Yeah, no crows do martial arts. Vultures. Uh, they're you know they do like karate or taekwondo or something, and they and they you're uh, thinking of Asians. <laughs> Asians, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess what I was thinking of, they are Asian. Mm-hmm. You've seen that movie, though, right? <laughs> Ninja Turtles? <laughs> the Crow? Yes, I have seen The Crow. Okay. Yeah. That was when that boy you're died. Telling me, so you're telling me that The Crow is actually about babies' ghosts? Yeah. Okay. It's called Subtext, Jesse. Got but it. didn't that one boy die up. in that movie from he the did. bullet that was supposed yes, to be a Bruce, blank? Bruce Lee's son. Yeah, he did. Die. And he was so cute. He was. He was. He was. A, That's the a, true ta- tragedy. Taken. Taken before his time. He had yeah. so much. So many more crows to give. Yeah, he could have. He could have been in that second crow movie that they made without him. Yeah, did they? I believe so. Rude. He could have had a little cameo in the reboot that would probably be happening right now. Oh yeah, yeah. and like he'd like be the villain or something. Yeah, he could have been friends with Sammo Hung. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, I had a little adventure today in uh, the zone we are talking about, um, kind of up the 170. Do you guys want to hear uh-huh. about it? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to a house party up there in the valley. Not trying to brag. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. It's a house. Uh, oh, oh a uh, housewarming party. Did I say I house party? I was say, like a house party on a Monday. Yeah. What is that about? Oh, no, no. This was uh, over the weekend. Oh, got it. This was- uh, Also, today is Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So two main <laughs> Hard here. to say. Listen, who knows when this is? Uh, right. Yeah, that's true. Uh housewarming party <laughs> kind of didn't want to go into the week I was like you know I've got some Assassin's Creed to beat uh, I've yep. got some Kimmy Schmidt to watch sure I don't know it gets less racist by the way uh, that's why I made that noise yeah <laughs> yeah um, they kind of peak on the racism right around episode two of season <laughs> two and then around episode four there's this perfect episode that's not racist at all and mm-hmm. is like the funniest thing you've ever seen you forget it was ever racist and they could be more racist after that, but you're still pretty happy because the jokes are so good. Yeah. And because it's clearly good-hearted. Sure. Uh, so you're going to this house party. So I'm going to this house party. Kind of don't want to go. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things, and I don't want to get too into this because I know it's divisive. Right. But I know these people are going to want to play Cards Against Humanity later. I don't want to do that. Okay, now hold on. Yeah. You. What you're saying is... The thing that's going to cause division here is mm. the disagreement between people who, who prefer to say divisive and those who prefer to say divisive, right? Yes. Yeah. Is that wait? Am I, am I, very contra- am I, I don't saying think, that wrong? I think both of them are right. Okay. I'm going to say both is of this them a are flammable, right. Inflammable thing. I think it may be something like that. Aluminium and <laughs> aluminum. Sorry. No. I uh, I know this is going to cause aluminium. Yeah. I didn't really want to stay for Cards Against Humanity. Now, you're saying that this is controversial for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, uh, because a lot of people love Cards Against Humanity. You just don't enjoy playing it. Mm -hmm. And two, because one time on the show you said that, Mm -hmm. and then the creator of Cards Against Humanity got mad at us. Yes. Yeah. I I apologize. We have nothing against that guy. Game's just not for me. Seems like a great guy. Absolutely. 
Uh, I should be very proud of what he has built. Yeah, an amazing thing that he seems to be using to make the world a better place. Absolutely. So I'm kind of already not into going to this housewarming party, but I'm doing it because it's a good friend. It's a good friend, yeah. and I know that you know I would be on a little bit of a shit list if I didn't show up. Right. So I'm driving in the valley, and is it Jerry? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Jerry. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, what you you get that Jerry house party invite? Gotta say yes. Gotta get over there. They got a pool. You gotta click yes. You know they got a pool. Oh, mm. Yo. You know there's gonna be some nice crudités. Oof. Gotta be. They let you drink out of the pool. <laughs> really? They will let you drink the pool water. Really? Are you a golden retriever, Jordan? Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Um that's just my sex subculture though. Oh god. Golden retriever. Got it. Um and I just driving and and just moved my leg a little bit. Just, you know, normal leg move, not because of anything. Uh and then my pants uh rip all the way open from the crotch. <laughs> it, like just it's now this is still in the car this is still in the car so just a simple just an airing out you're it, just trying to do an airing just out. a shift and right. there was a comical like the pants just exploded but when you say a shift you don't mean a transmission shift you mean a shift of your area my weight and, from yeah. you know from just just maybe trying to get, I get it trying to get a ball off a seat right yeah you don't want to get sticky. Because you get like that well, you get like that stomach ache when you've been sitting on one for too long. Yes. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't need that. I've got pleasantries to make. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay, well I can go home at this point. But yeah. if I go home, I'm not going to this party. Right. These pants are coming off. Kimmy Schmidt's getting on the TV. Right. And I am conking out around ten. Oh, I love that. Oh, I just assumed you were gonna say beating it to Jane Krakowski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm not too proud. No. <laughs> She's a beautiful woman. She's Talented actress. Hilarious. Very funny. Great singer. Yeah. Um, so, I okay. So, he, I, so, I pulled over and just did a quick yelp as to what was around me. Right. Three things were within a mile. This is like being on a road trip and going to the Walmart to get yourself some swim trunks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, what's around, we got an, uh, an American Apparel, we got an Urban Outfitters, we got a Gap. That's not a bad selection. It's pretty good, right? Considering you're in Toluca Lake or whatever, sure. that's really, you could do a lot worse. Absolutely. So, you know. Uh, it, you can get a, yourself some low quality basics. It's a sign. Yeah. So I, I chose the gap. Because mm-hmm. you're pretty rich. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, I can, <laughs> I mean, I'm not making Urban Outfitters money. Right. But I'm certainly making Gap money. Right. <laughs> I go into the gap and I'm I am walking like. Speaking of racism, I am walking like a like a fifties cartoon of a geisha. Uh-huh. Can you picture this walk? It's yeah. like a little like a little. But that's I'm just walking like that so people don't see my penis. Right. Wait, would your penis? You're gigantic. It's huge. Huge. Private part. Yeah. You're hiding. That's the one. Yes. You weren't wearing undie pants? I was wearing undie pants. I was just being colorful. Okay. For the sake of the podcast. Got it. You were just throwing a little spice. Throwing a little spice. For the, a little something for the ladies. A little cumin. Mm-hmm. A little cumin for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Um, for their pussies. <laughs> yes, a little, yeah, a little pussy cumin. Ouch. Uh, I'm going to be cumin <laughs> before long. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this show is uh, very fun. Oh, this my is a very God. fun show. 
Jonathan, this is a very fun you show. guys, that was such a joke right there. I didn't even see it coming. Ah, uh, <laughs> Slade, um, Slade. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. So you're geisha walking so 1950s So I'm geisha style. walking. I go up to the pants, mm-hmm. the pile of pants, uh-huh. and I found some that looked very similar to the ones that had ripped. Thank God. Oh, really? What yes. are we talking about? A corduroy? Uh, this is a this is a chino. A I chino. knew it was a flat front chino. <laughs> I knew it was. I knew it was. I knew it was. Yeah. So then, what happened? So this is from the Bonobos website. Okay. Bonobos uh, is that bonobos.com. That's the one. Got it. Put in offer code. Now nah, they don't sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, and the pants ripped in the car. Um, they were. Old. I got a lot of wear out of these. They were nice pants. Yeah. Uh. Find a find a find a chino, flat front chino. Yeah. Try them on. Tapered or straight fit? Straight fit. Got it. Try them on. Yeah. And I have never had good luck with Gap clothes going back to childhood. Right. Uh, you, you know, a popular birthday gift for me was a Gap shirt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was always just like a weird tarp that I was wearing. A weird popular shirt tarp. among people that were giving it to you, not popular for you. No. Yes. Exactly. This was a a common thing for a mom or an aunt to get me. I my friend Evan Larson in elementary school mm-hmm. every Christmas got just got Gap socks. Just so many fucking Gap socks. Sure. You know, you know how Gap had all those colorful socks. Oh yeah. He'd get all those fucking socks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. John, Jordan knows Jonathan. You want to know what eight-year-old heterosexual boys do not like? What? Colorful socks from the Gap. Mm-hmm. That's the last fucking thing they want. The last fucking thing. You want a thing. Transformer. Yeah, exactly. So, I found these, but I try them on. Yeah. You know, I don't have time to get these tailored. I'm going to have to wear these right to the party. Right. You, you, there's no alterations on hand at the no. Gap. This is While the, you wait. This is off. Like, off the rack, the best-fitting pair of pants I have ever tried on in my life. Wow. They just fit fucking perfectly in the dressing room. Even with your giant dick? Yeah. It's like there was a little pouch for it. Because, look, I a lot of pants fit me off the rack, but mm. I have a tiny dick. Sure. So, I guess my question for you is, <laughs> is, this, is it normal for you to find junk room... In a standard off the rack, or do you have to get it altered? Well, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm having them add a pouch, a gap, if you will. Got it. Into the pants. Got it. These came with it. And it fell right into the gap? Absolutely. Got it. Uh, And then I started swing dancing. Remember those? Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Uh, It was a a real khaki not swing mm -hmm. situation, because your penis was under control. So I, so I, these pants fit great. Mm -hmm. I'm thrilled. Mm Mm-hmm. I put on my ripped pants again. Mm-hmm. My strategy is to tell the lady I'm going to buy the pants and then I'm going to just quietly explain what has happened. I'm going to go back in the dressing room, change into the pants, you know, throw the other ones out. Right. So I go out of the dressing room, grab a blue pair. Right. Fucking why not, right? Right. You can dress this up, dress them down. Right, sure. Chinos are wonderful clothes. I'm dying for what happens yeah. in this story. <laughs> what happens? So uh, I get to the front, uh, and I'm about to explain to the lady what went on, and she recognized me from when I was on at midnight. <laughs> and, I, and she's like, oh, you've been on? And I'm like, yeah. Um, anyway, hey, I'm going to buy these, but I'm going to need to change into them. And she very earnestly looked me in the eye. It's a nice lady, you know, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. She looks me in the eye and says, have you soiled yourself? (laughs) A lot of people 
a lot of people come in here after they've soiled themselves. I said, no, but I ripped them. And she's like, that's fine. So I changed the pants, give them to her. She throws them out. Very nice. Uh, it was a great experience. Uh-huh. As far as I know, she didn't tweet about it or anything afterwards. Right. But people go into the gap after they piss themselves <laughs> to buy new clothes? All the Soil time. means poop. Does it? I think so. I was yeah. thinking pee-pee. I think in this case we're talking about uh, we're talking about a classic spike poop. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it, soiled is very indicative of shat. Sure. I worked in – now, I worked in the Macy's Young Women's – not Women's Collections is what I worked in, which was like – no, it wasn't called that. It was like the hip young adult – Mm-hmm. But not like the teen, not the teen section, not like the gown section, but like the hip adult women section. Yeah. I don't think one person came in there who'd shit their pants. Huh. That you know of. Unless they were talking to my colleagues because they were intimidated by my mask musk. Mm. <laughs> Might be. But yeah, I mean, maybe that's just like what happens in Toluca Lake. Maybe that it's a... You know, you're out there. Oh, you think that's a classic tea lake situation? Could be. I, I think mm-hmm. that's curious that you would like. I have shat my pants before, and I never <laughs> continued like in my journey. Right, you're I not definitely like... like went the fuck home. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's a situation to be addressed at home. Yeah, at for home. sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, both times were really traumatic. Two times. Yeah, as an adult. Mm-hmm. Wow. You could, I would. Do you want to tell us the circumstances surrounding uh, the shots? Well, yeah. So, well, the, um, but, but what I learned from I used to love kombucha tea, like Synergy kombucha tea. I can't have it anymore. Uh-huh. It, it turns me straight into the worst mess of a person. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I bridesmaids did. Like I. That's why I can't drink coffee with chili in it anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! Who can? Yeah. Yeah. I had like a kombucha tea with like a spinach salad with like seafood and goat cheese. Mm. And then I took like five bong rips, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, let's get yogurt land. And then we got yogurt land. And then I was like, you know, I don't feel great. I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and skedaddle on home. Yeah. And I got like four blocks away from my friend's apartment. It was actually an Olympic mm-hmm. and Bundy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I realized I thought I was crying, but then I realized I was sweating. Oh. And then I was like, oh my god! I was like, if I relax. In my midsection, sure, it'll I'm just go- come I'm going to sh- spilling everywhere. Out. You have to have wow. you have to focus on your core. Yeah, but I didn't realize. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that the reason I was sweat crying was because my entire body was in seizure. Like, I was so clenched. Yeah, right. And I'm like, but I don't live until you know Culver City. Right. And I'm on Olympic. And uh, oh, I was on. Uh, no, for people you, who don't live in Los Angeles, that's quite a ways to go while still clenching. You're your miles. Your yeah. miles. And yeah. um, long clench. That's a long. So clench. I the the light turned green. I pooped my pants <laughs> and then I uh, had to drive home mm-hmm. and it was so traumatic because every time I had to turn left or right I could feel it yeah I was also in my new Lululemon tights which as we all know are not cheap no wow and that does not seem like a great no if I'm pooping myself you don't which want I'm tights not, I don't mean to be rude I'm not saying that I'm better than you <laughs> uh, but if I'm pooping myself I want something that is a closed environment, but not a tight environment. Yeah, very tight, very north. Yeah. Mm. Northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest, very much everywhere. Yeah. And then the worst part was, so when I get home, 
I'm like, I'm like, thank God it's like 11 o'clock at night. No one's going to be home. Mm -hmm. A whole apartment, like, block party. Oh, jeez. Like, all outside my apartment. So you have to make your way through party dudes. Did you guys ever see Scary Movie where she's like, where Anna Ferris would be like, I'm not crazy. And then she, like, runs out of the room like, ah, with her arms all crazy. (laughs) That was how I ran up the stairs. (laughs) Like, crying with poop all over Lululemon tights. Wow. Uh, it didn't occur to you to just, like, play it cool through the crowd. You're like, let's... I was so upset that they were all there. Yeah. So I really broke dishes. Jeez. The can, whole way up. Can I ask Can I ask you a really serious question? Yes. And this is something that's actually mandated by the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. Mm-hmm. Was, that spo- was that story sponsored by Lululemon? No. Okay. I just wanted to get that no. out there, mm-hmm. if that was sponsored content. Oh, my thing was sponsored by The Gap, though. Oh, Okay. So no wonder we fell into it so easily. Right, exactly. Yeah, makes sense. But as long as we are plugging Lulu, uh huh. I was twenty-seven at the time. I was twenty-seven <laughs> when I shot those pants. Sure. Yeah, twenty-seven-year-old going to the bathroom in tights. You would think those tights aren't going to make it. No. Right. Well, I'm not going to throw away a hundred. Is that what you're wearing tights. right now? Not right now. But I would just say that that silver rescent like Lululemon material, honey, that don't hold a stain. That Got shit it. washed right out. It, that shit washed so clean. Jeez. It was so clean. So I love those tights. Okay. That's a ringing endorsement for Lululemon tights. You can shat them and still they can be in the rotation a couple days later. I fart a lot in yoga, but sure. Not the not the shitting so much. I didn't do it in yoga. I know. I'm just saying if I'm wearing Lululemon tights, it's probably because oh, I'm doing yoga. I would live for you in a Lululemon tight. Thank you. Oh, my God. A little tanky and a Lululemon tight just pacing a, into yoga work. That's a fun look. And a Berkey mm-hmm. and a Birkenstock, full Birkenstock. <laughs> uh-huh. You've got, you're pretty much exactly describing me going to yoga. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me give you – let me uh, – it's I'm almost obsessed. exactly the same. It's me in sweatpants and a white T-shirt at the YMCA with a bunch of 60-year-old women. Mm. And you're just all farting. Yeah, and you're all farting. Everybody's farting. Somebody farted. I went to yoga this morning. Somebody farted. Oh, man, was it funny. And I did not betray that I had noticed it at all. But just one of the ladies who are all so nice. Some of them are 47 years old. Some of them are 64 years old. Mm-hmm. But mostly we're talking about 60-year-old ladies. But one of those ladies, one of those ladies tooted. Oh, just a, like a clarion call. Mm-hmm. It just cut through, cut through the sound of yep. the, yeah, it mm-hmm. was magical. It was oh. just gorgeous. I love just, those. Just beautiful. You're a real class act for not saying anything. And well, would you have said something? Yeah, I would say, uh, hey, nice fart, lady. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what she would say to you? Hmm. Uh, the joke would be on you because she would say, he who smelt it dealt it. Oh, fuck, man. Those ladies are quick. Yeah. Jeez. Boom, boom, boom. They're not professional comedy writers. They got an answer for everything. They come from an era when even the most talented, mm-hmm. the most talented comedy woman was forced to live out a simple life in South Pasadena at the YMCA. Hmm. They couldn't pursue their dreams of comedy. Yeah. Such a boys club. Yeah. That's that's privilege for you. Jeez. It's time to, for me to... Maybe unpack my suitcase. Yeah. It's time for you uh, to unpack the knapsack of white privilege. Man, I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, not since uh, not since you took that one American studies class in college. Oh, boy. It's getting – it's, it's why it's so stuffed. Mm-hmm. I've been neglecting my white privilege pack. Yeah. It's, I bet it's getting heavy, buddy. You're going to feel light once you unpack that thing. Cool, man. 
I'm just going to root around it here for a little bit. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. And I'm Jonathan Van Nast. What are you, J Mac, right? Oh, yeah, I'm J Mac. I forgot. Come on, get your head in the game. Get it, get it together. Get <laughs> Sponsor on this week's program, Jordan Backblaze. Backblaze. Jordan Jesse Go is sponsored in part by Backblaze, a personal and business backup for Mac and PC. Here's what it does. What does it do, Jordan? Here's what it does. Let me ask you this question. Please do. I use Backblaze at home, but for some reason I don't know what it does. What does it do? It provides unlimited online backup for documents, music, photos, videos, and all of your user data and has already been used to restore over 10 billion files. Including a few of mine, Jordan. You can get online access to all of your files from anywhere. You have internet, plus iPhone and Android apps for on-the-go access. And if you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, uh, which and these I people who are know listen- you are, they're listening right now, you can get a two-week, no-credit-card-required free trial by going to, get a pen and write this down, Okay. backblaze.com right. slash yeah. Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah. Two-week, free trial, no credit card required, backblaze.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you this about Backblaze real quick. Please. On my home computer, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of gigabytes, okay? Sure. I'm talking about music files, mm-hmm. uh, uh, MPEG-3 compressions. Yep. I'm talking about uh, home videos. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, sensitive documents? Sure, of course. Very sensitive documents. Sure. Well, documents for sensitive me. Okay. Uh, all ki- I've got all kinds of files. Of course, com- all computers are full of files. But my computer is particularly full of files, mm-hmm. okay? This is – literally, if you took the top off of my computer and you looked in there, what would you see, Jordan? Nothing but files. You got it, okay? I took the time to upload those files with my Backblaze. So you can access them anywhere. Later on – I accidentally deleted a whole huge fucking thing on my computer one time. Mm. I don't remember what happened. It was something confusing drive letters or sure. something. You were on shrooms. <laughs> I was. I was wearing these gorgeous Lululemon tights. You wouldn't believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. So I used my Backblaze and I got it back. Sounds like a great endorsement for a wonderful product that people can it. test. I blazed it right back there. By going to backblaze.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Super easy to use, super affordable. I, I genuinely recommend Backblaze. It's a great product. Cool. Okay. Can I, can I say one other thing? Yeah. I'm going to say two other things. Three other things? Just say two other things. Okay. I'm going to leave We're it to- We're tied on time. Two other things. Number one, MaxFunCon East tickets are on sale right now. We do not announce the lineup of MaxFunCon East, but I will say that if you are a fan of mine and Jordan's, You'll probably be happy mm-hmm. if you come to Max Funcon East. If you're a fan of other popular podcasts on our network that involve adventures, mm-hmm. you might enjoy Max Funcon East. If you like insightful chats and hilarious comedy, you're going to like Max Funcon East. It's Labor Day weekend in the Poconos. MaxFunCon.com. Tickets on sale right now. There's also like two beds, I think it is, for regular Max Funcon because of recent cancellations. Email eric at MaximumFun.org. I'm just saying, if you're a fan of all the people in this room right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're going to like Max MaxFunCon June 10th which, through 12th. Which we have established all have dongs. Yes. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, one other thing. Hmm. This is something that I brought up last week on the program. I got a lot of positive feedback about it. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of folks out there, uh, they're going to the grocery store. They're buying meats willy-nilly, mm-hmm. okay? And I've heard that a lot of people are out there buying lamb. They're buying lamb not just for themselves but also for their children. Mm-hmm. Frankly, that's about ignorance, people who don't know the danger of lamb. Mm. My recommendation to folks out there who might have been in that position is check out Max Fund's new podcast, The Beef and Dairy Network. This is a show that's about, you know, certainly the main topics are going to be beef-related or or dairy-related, so cow-related things. But if you don't know about the danger of lamb, and specifically mint sauce, check out the Beef and Dairy Network podcast because you're going to learn a lot. And this is informative. This is information that you can put to use right now at home. In your ears, right now. Beef and Dairy Network podcast. Check that out in iTunes. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Jay Mack. No? You supposed to say your full name. Uh, then you say your nickname, Jonathan. Okay, okay, okay. Jonathan, I'm canceling your show. Don't cancel her for that little mistake. <laughs> it's too late. I've already done it. <laughs> Let me do it again. I'm Jonathan Van Ness, also known as J Mac. That was really good, Jesse. I like that you Can gave you bring... me a, you gave me two different you gave me a series of takes at yes. the end of having said it. Jesse, can you bring the show back? That was really good. Yeah, I'm you know what? I think people are going to want to learn about a wide variety of subjects with a charming host like Jonathan who really wants to get to the bottom uh, of things with experts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to bring back Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, great. You're but like I'm, the Netflix of podcasts. I'm canceling Gay of Thrones. I don't think you have the authority to do that. I do, yeah. I'm going to call Funny or Die, mm-hmm. get Will Ferrell on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Will... We've never met, but uh, <laughs> I was once in an office with your ESPY award or something. Okay. <laughs> no, Guy's Choice Award. Is okay. that an award? Uh, that is an award, yeah. A Spike TV award? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was once in an office with that. You're going to need to cancel Game of Thrones. I don't know if, I don't know if you have the authority. You know what he's going to say? Hmm. Thank you. Oh. He's going to thank me, Jordan. Hmm. Because I kept him away from this troublemaker over here who can't even say his nickname right. Mm, I'm the worst. But I will I will let you keep doing your podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. When something momentous happens to you, uh, like a magnanimous podcast dictator allows you to keep your <laughs> podcast even though you can't keep your nickname straight, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN for our beloved segment, Momentous occasions. Now, it just so happens that our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, has been listening to your calls and sifting through them for nuggets of gold. Here's our first nugget now. Hi, guys. This is Megan. I am embarking on a trip on the Appalachian Trail, and I was so excited. I'm starting in Atkins, Virginia, and I got dropped off, and I hiked for about two miles, and I'm totally going the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) I hiked my first two miles of the Appalachian South instead of North. Now I'm going to go back to where I started and go the other way. Okay. Um, Yeah. Bye. She's a real real daughter of the pioneers. (laughs) 
I saw the movie Wild. Oh, that's what it made me think of, too. I do not remember it that well. I remember enjoying it. Yeah, this was the part. This is the part where she's in that alley getting fucked by those strangers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a real part from Wild, by the way. If you haven't seen Wild, don't think that I made that up just to be salacious. I referenced it. It's an actual part. It's an actual part. It's a really distressing part. Anyway. Did you know that our friend Nick Hornby wrote that movie? Yes, I did know that. Okay. Past Jordan Jesse, go guest. The man can write a movie. He sure can. That was a good movie. Uh, Yeah, I was just, you know, I was saying that I wish I had remembered that movie (laughs) well enough. Basically, I saw that movie and walked out of it with a a sense of I enjoyed that, (laughs) but I do not remember anything that happened in the film. Not even the part where she's fucking the strangers in the alley? Don't remember that. She's a sex addict? That was a flashback, wasn't it, when that yeah, happened? Yeah, that was a flashback. That wasn't just a thing that happened while she was uh, on yeah, the she was, Yeah, that was like a flashback. There's fl- no alleys right. on the Appalachian yeah, Trail. Yeah. It's a really powerful movie. I, just, I cried a lot in that movie. That was a really intense movie. Yeah. Anyway, I was saying I, I wish I had remembered it well enough to make a funny, wild reference at the end of that call, but it seems like you guys picked up the slack. You Thanks, guys. Tip of the cap to you, sir. Thank you. Boy, I feel really supported in here. Remember when she lost one of her shoes? Oh, and that toenail. Yeah. That was grizzly. Oh, that was so grizzly. That was grizzlier than any bear. And didn't you Mm -hmm. think that that farmer that she asked for help was totally going to like... Yes. I thought there was trouble with that farmer, but surprise, surprise. You know what? Now that you guys say that, Jonathan, much like the MTV show Sandstorm. Sandblast. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Slowly came into Sandblast focus. Sandblast is the guy who fights Spider-Man. But go ahead, Jordan. Much like that slowly came into focus, you talking about that creepy farmer, that is now slowly materializing into my brain. I remember thinking that guy was trouble, but then, spoiler alert, he was nice. Don't yeah. judge a book by its cover. Thank you. It's a beautiful song and very apt yeah. at this moment. <laughs> I'm glad that was on the tip of your tongue, Jonathan, mm-hmm. because it was the... It, it was it was one of those situations where a song can perfectly distill an emotion mm-hmm. in the way that uh, an essay or even a poem can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Do you follow Jordan? Oh, yeah. I wish I knew a song. Yankee Doodle went to town sure. riding on a pony. Mm. Mm. That is so us right now. I know! Us. We're a bunch of Yankee Doodle Dandies! Again, I mean us meaning, I mean America. Like where we're at now as a country. 300 million macaroni mad dandies. That's us. Sure. Yep. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Give us more of that macaroni style. <laughs> Marco Polo, yes please. Sure. Okay. Feathers, feathers for everyone's caps. Next call, please. Hey, everyone. Uh, this is Andy from Evanston. Uh, so I live in an apartment, and there, there's a woman uh, just across the hall and down a few that I used to always see at coffee shops, and, and she's older and like has trouble getting around, like a concerning amount of trouble. And so I haven't seen her in about two weeks, and there's like a, a, a smell coming from the apartment, oh. you know, like a concerning smell. And so I... I was debating for a while like do i really want to like bring attention to this or like would it be rude to assume that she's dead and so i call like the 311 number and i get in touch with people and i'm like yeah i haven't seen her for a while and i'm just worried um and i leave the apartment and i hear this from friends that like 10 police officers showed up and like she was not dead and, and she came out of the apartment like 
partially nude and like covering herself and everything. And there's a big debacle. And uh, what ended up happening was that she actually had been in the apartment for those two weeks and was not physically able to like get up to go to the hospital uh, where she needed to go for appointments of some kind. So by me uh, thinking that she was dead, I might have kept her from being dead. So uh, still processing this, but it feels pretty momentous. All right, thank you all so much. See ya. Yeah. Do you think that, that really the, was a nugget, Brian? Do you that think, was a, a that truly was a dank nug. Do you think that the smells coming from the apartment that mm-hmm. tipped him off? Mm-hmm. Do you think they were yoga farts? <laughs> I was gonna guess ghost babies, but yeah, one of the two. If yeah. you if if you have a mystery smell, uh huh, you got like a backed up sink, right? Ghost babies or yoga farts, yoga farts. One of the three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that's, uh, I would have, I guess I would have thought of a, like, neighbor reason to go over and knock, you know? Yeah. And I was trying to think of what neighbor reason I would use. Cup of sugar? Cup of sugar, uh, uh, bring in my mail. I feel like if you borrow a cup of sugar, you're going to have to deliver some baked goods later. Yeah, that's true. You're going to have to actually bake something. That'd mm-hmm. be great if you could just cu- borrow the cup of sugar and you go home and you realize you don't have anything else to bake with mm-hmm. and then just... Go back and then borrow the rest of the stuff. Just go knock on the door. Say, got any shredded cabbage? I'm making kimchi. Sure. That's my – got a clay pot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, congratulations to our listener on helping a friend mm-hmm. and for uh, tolerating yoga farts. Yeah. Which is uh, all the ladies, really brave. All the ladies in my yoga class are so nice to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel a combination of immensely physically powerful and immensely frail when I'm in it Mm -hmm. because I'm immensely physical because I'm much larger than these people. These ladies, uh, women, beautiful women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, uh, these women are much smaller than me and I could take these women in a fight. Right. So in that sense, I feel immensely powerful. They're dramatically better at yoga than Hmm. I am. Like night and day, but I can't. Even, I can't touch my toes. I can barely touch my knees. Well, and their bodies create life, right? Thank you. I know. Not anymore, Jordan. Oh yeah, that's true because of the change. Yeah. But at one point, yeah. they could. Yeah. Uh, it is a very unusual experience. I think it's very different from going to your uh, uh, in nice Hollywood yoga situation. Uh, you know, my – I think the yoga level that I will go to uh-huh. uh, is not that dissimilar. Uh, I go to the low-level yoga where you do get a lot of uh, – uh, a lot of uh, – I was going to say gray ladies, a lot of uh-huh. folded up New York Timeses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the occasional babe in there. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it is a uh, – it is in – I think the level that I'm going to is in general an older person's level. Got it. I will see the jacked fellas coming in and out, but they are going to – they're going to another stratosphere of yoga that I can't hang with. Very intimidated by it, yeah. the pro- even the thought of someone. Literally, if like a good-looking forty-one-year-old was in there, mm-hmm. there's some good-looking like forty-six-year-olds. If there was a good-looking forty-one-year-old, I wouldn't be able to do yoga. And yeah, if male it, or female, I want to be clear. I feel like all the exercise I do. It is something that can also be done by, like, an older Russian woman who has uh, had hip surgery recently. You know what I want to do? Hmm. Old Chinese lady exercises. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Those are cool. What are you talking about? Like a 
like a like a Tai Chi in the tai park? Tai Chi, Qigong. Mm-hmm. Like not just the, not just the Tai Chi, Qigong, but the like active exercise stuff. That stuff that they did that they used to do in uh, in China every morning, everyone did it all at the same time. Oh, like calisthenics. Like a, yeah, those calisthenics. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Cute. You want to do I some do like those communist calisthenics. I love that. You're a yoga enthusiast, right? I You're like a, big, a serious yoga. I'm a big serious yogi. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? What? Where are you yoga? Yeah. In? What kind oh, of yoga place? I like place Maha. Are you going to? I like Equinox. Not the specific names. Of I the was y'all. asking that. Okay. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I thought That's too. Okay. Uh, but if we're talking subjects, to be a little bit more broad, mm-hmm. I like. Vinyasa flow. I like a power. I like mm-hmm. a heated. Mm-hmm. I like an ashtanga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, more, I'm, I tend to go more towards the you know, more active, active mm-hmm. you know muscular practices. Mm-hmm. Got it. What what kind of uh, what kind of clientele are in your classes? Um, Probably rip dudes, right? Well, well, it's people that are into yoga. You know, I'm going to those like level two threes. Mm-hmm. So it's people that are like into yoga mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. You mean it very attractive? You mean attractive ripped people? Well, there, you know, for me, the experience mm-hmm. of yoga is really about going inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I spend so much time, like, giving, because I'm a hairdresser, so I, right. give, I spend so much time, like, you know, giving away all of my energy. So for me, right. when I'm really going to yoga, I'm really taking that opportunity to, like, Suck not in give the energy of others. Of, no, just, I mean, I'm in my own Like bubble. a black hole sucking mm-hmm. in energy. Yeah. No, not really. It's selectively yeah. And then once that energy passes the event horizon... Turned into spaghetti. I don't think you were listening, Jesse. You said it's selectively permeable. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Selective permeability, which I select to not be permeable mm-hmm. when I'm in yoga, so I can really recharge my battery. Can I give you guys a quick recommendation on a, about semi permeable objects? Sure. Uh huh. I ordered uh, these uh, window screens that are exact shape of my windows of my car, mm-hmm. and you put them in with little clips, and you can roll down the window when the screen stays there. Mm-hmm. These things are fucking tremendous. What does that do? Shades your children so they quit complaining about how the sun's in their eyes and it keeps your car cool. Oh. That's, that's fierce. Yeah. But it that's really not... fierce. Thank you very much, Jordan. Hey, it's pretty slayed. Did I use that right? Mm. It's more fleeky deeky. Yeah. It's more fleeky deeky, yeah. Jordan. Is there is there a new thing to say that I should be on the lookout for? Yes. What's next? What's the next thing to say? You're talking to people all day, giving them your energy. Um, it would be like that is. Mm, oh, murked is a thing. Murked. murked. Yeah. Okay. How would murked. I? How would I use that? What like, other gangster that... rap slang from 1996 mm. are people using? Uh, well, that murked is the only one I can think of right now. Ghosting, ghosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Everybody's ghosting these days. But oh. shit's shit's getting shit's out there getting murked. Yes, yes, it is. And I just thought of this other thing that I ghosted that I'm not going to talk about because my filter just worked. Got oh. it. Which is really Semi permeable. Really, cool. mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, it's really great. Got it. Selectively permeable. Excuse me. Sidebar. Yes. That green tea latte that we got. Uh huh. I'm sweating uh-huh. like a pig in heat. Well, mm-hmm. it's hot in here. It's very also very it, hot in here. But you throw a green mocha tea latte on top of that. Boom. And it this is isn't going to be all other thing. If we keep you away from bong rips, though, we're safe, right? What? If we keep you away from five bong rips, we're still safe. The thought of someone keeping me away from five bong rips makes me very angry. It's like getting between a bear and its cock. Yes. <laughs> like, how dare you? 
I got bad baby. news, Jonathan. We're, got, we're getting Yogurt Land delivered. Oh, oh love, would that be nice to cool it off a little Wouldn't bit? Wouldn't that be nice? I'm about to like turn this into like a tankini. <laughs> I would love some Yogurt Land right now it with those little good. mochi balls. Ooh, that is tasty. That's, that's what I. Good that's topic. what I love. That is a pretty when it good comes topic. to toppings on when it comes to toppings in a topping bar at a frozen yogurt by weight store, mm-hmm. there is no doubt that what I am looking for is those little mochi things. Right. That's my favorite. I like them because they're chewy. Hey, we got uh, we got one more call in this uh, totally in, the, in the butt let's blaster. Let's run this call out. Yeah. Jordan, Jesse, go and guess. This is Dallas from Doritos, California. Um, I it's after midnight on a Monday, and I am driving home from a threesome with people I met on the internet, and they were just the nicest couple, um, totally lovely. They gave me a water bottle and a granola bar for my drive home. Um, the only thing was I had to fake an orgasm twice because I was getting too sleepy. So, yeah, get them, get them, get them. Bye. Well, get them, get them. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, kind of amazing. It yeah. sounds like a really nice threesome. What my worry is Please. is that you have a concern. He Jonathan. is going to hit her up for brunch mm-hmm. uh-huh. when the wife or girlfriend isn't around, mm-hmm. and then they're going to have this really intense connection. Mm-hmm. And then the girl who mm-hmm. was the girlfriend the wife, or wife yeah. is going to be all fucking left out, yeah. and super upset, right. and super rageful. Right. And then that sweet girl's granola bar and a water bottle is going to turn into like some whole other thing. All this drama. Can I tell you what I'm concerned about? about? Huh. Is I'm concerned that I immediately imagine that they go to Costco to get water bottles and granola bars for their threesome partners. <laughs> <laughs> like they have a flat of them under the sink? Sure. Well, I mean, it's for a variety of... Sort of like you would if you had a soccer carpool? Yeah. It's your, it's your snack day? Yeah. Do you think it was a, like a full, like 14-ounce water? Or one of those oh, sure little Uber, eight ounce water. I'm sure an Uber water. And yeah, ounce, right? I'm picturing yeah. an Uber water as well. If you're a heterosexual swinger couple meeting your threesome partners off of what I can uh-huh. only imagine would be Craigslist or something, I'm saying it's an eight ounce bottle of water. Now, right. this, when we were talking about swipe apps. There well, is could have been that. Could have been, been, been that. Trinder. Trinder. Yeah. Trinder. I think it's Trinder. I think that's how it's Try. Like because it's T R I. Like it's got to be Trinder. Because I it rhymes with grinder and it has try in it. No, I think it's treender because there's three people. But that's actually triangle, not tree angle. Hmm. I'm well, so sorry. Your curls have never looked better. Thank you. <laughs> but I am mispronouncing this app. Yeah. The three way app. Yeah, you are. And I'm sorry that I was like so 1995 and said that they did it on Craigslist. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. I just don't know about straight it, stuff. But it, I, it, that very well could be. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's my biggest <laughs> yeah. hesitation about an open relationship situation, though, is that that whole brunch scenario. What yeah. about a triple team? How would no, you anything, feel about being any, in a triad? I just, I just it's don't. Crouch, tree the, the, the thruple. You're talking about a thruple. Is that what you're saying? My friends, my friends' uncles are a thruple. I they all thru- they all live in uh, they all live in. Don't say uh, Palm Springs. And one of them has really long hair, and the other one has like kind of short hair. Because I know that some no, of them are really fierce. They're all like they're all super. They're all like uh, super cool, like fifty six year old dudes. Uh, they're all and they all live in uh, um, in an apartment building that's part of a hotel. Like in Hollywood, by uh, by where the fancy bowling place is. Are they is. kind of mask mask? Uh, no, they're medium. Barry. They're no, they're not Barry. No, they're very they're very neat. Oh, yeah, they're very neat. 
uh, but not like fussy neat. And not daddies. They're not real daddyish. No, they're not. They're they're uh, they're kind of like like uh, three Anderson Coopers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a triple Anderson Cooper. That's oh. exactly what they're like. Three coops. Yeah, they're like a triple coop. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, a triple shot of of the AC. If it was like on six foot one and six foot two and six foot three, I could see it. No, they're they're pretty medium sized. They're I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, between five eight and five eleven. So they're brunch friends or brunch friends. Yeah, they're brunch or friends. Brunch friends. But they also are a threeple. Yeah, a thruple. A thruple. They're not just. You could also say a Vicky Cristina Barcelona situation. Mm. Oh, a VCB. Yes. That's not just where an old guy writes a movie so that uh, he can see his favorite movie stars naked. Oh, is that what that was about? I think that's I what Vicky Cristina Barcelona was about. Woody Allen writing a movie so that he could... Uh, I love that movie. And yeah. I'm so sad that Woody Allen is, is the writer of it. Is, yeah, is, and is possibly a horrible human being. Yeah, it's like a lot. Yeah. I feel sad. Yeah. Let's end that on a high note. Yeah. Let's, 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 look it up. let's look <laughs> Listen, it up. all of our favorite artists are monsters. Right. Everyone, not that. everyone. Jordan, no, would you right. be interested in a thruple? Like, uh, well, I don't know. I can't seem to manage a tuple these days. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, here's a hot role play fantasy, please. Yeah. Okay. This sounds fun, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You walk into the gap. No, no. <laughs> because I've What's soiled I myself. No, I want like a, I want something. I want something really off the beaten path. Something Bass Pro Shop. Okay. Okay. You walk into Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> right. Cool. There is this As go, you so very, there is this very like very like moderately between mask and femme couple of lesbians. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They're very, you know, right in the middle. Sure. Right. They've never been with a man. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't like men. Sure. They are only into each other mm-hmm. until yeah. they turn around. Sure. And they lay eyes on Gorge Jordan. Sure. Mm-hmm. Flannel, jeans, yep. boot. Yeah. You have fish fishing rods. Sure, also. I've got all kinds of rods. By the way, um, Gorgeous Jordan is your professional wrestling name. Yes, Gorgeous Jordan. <laughs> yeah. And and basically they enter you into their thruple, mm-hmm. into their couple. You become the thruple. Mm-hmm. And you're the first and only man they have ever had eyes for. And you guys like grow old together. Like that is your thing. Fuck, man. Isn't that, that gorgeous? Great. It's gorgeous. Yeah. That it? sounds great. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Now I will. I insist on nothing less from my relationships now. And it adds that whole extra layer of, like, you're the only one for them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. That sounds great. Thanks. I'm going to start doing, like, like, like that erotic fiction. I'm going to start writing erotic fiction. Just about, like, guys you meet? <laughs> yeah, just, like, yeah, totally. And, yeah. And, like, and, like, they're, like, they're Seabass Pro Shop encounters. Yeah. Great. What are they doing at the Bass Pro Shop? They love bass fishing? Uh, no, they were getting like some outdoor things to go to like, um, they were going to go do like a little camping. Oh, at San Luis Obispo. Uh-huh. Oh, right. yeah. Beautiful this so time of year. So they needed to get San like Louis. a beautiful um, yeah. air mattress and like a gorgeous tent mm-hmm. and lanterns. Uh-huh. Um, and thank God they got like a California king size tent because now Jordan's going to go too. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, I don't need, that, those, I don't need a lot tents, of space. Is that our tents are sized by mattress? Same as beds. Yeah, I think so. Same as beds. Got and then I'm going to go with, like, their names are probably, like, one of them's parents were Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So her name is actually um, Maria. Mm-hmm. And then the other, and she's, like, 40, 40. And then, and then the other one is, Great like, age. she's, yeah. like, 36. Mm-hmm. And her name is... Sam. So these mm-hmm. are a little older than Jordan. Yeah, she, they're a little bit tiny older. Yeah, but, the, that but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very comforted there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and her are name they, is Sam. And they're like pretty. They're like pretty practical. Like they're like yeah, they're right they're in the middle. Really sensible. Mm. Yeah, they're right in the middle. Are they like when you say right in the middle? Do you mean like maybe a little boyish? No, not no. Right in the middle. Not like a, right in the middle. They're not too butch. They're not too femme. They're so just they're not smack in the they're middle. They're not like a Rachel Maddow situation. No, they're right in the middle. Okay, they're just. Smack in the middle. So where, I wouldn't mind where, that. Matt, I can get it. Where are they on this? I know. I think that I, I think like a, a pretty boyish lesbian is very attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love a pretty yeah. boyish lesbian. I, lo- I, I mean, you know, that femme scale aside, yeah. I think this is a perfect scenario. I think this is beautiful. perfect for me. I think it's really, really. This beautiful. is what I have been waiting for. I think it's really sweet and special. Thank you. And Thank it's you for Polly, this. and it's now, and it's yeah. my it's, Yankee yes. Doodle Dandy. <laughs> yes, yep. yes. This is my Yankee and Doodle. There, my Yankee Doodle gal. <laughs> Don't you hear that vibrato in there? It's nice vibrato. Wow. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, we're all having a great time today. Yeah, we really are. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hello, Brent. Travis. Welcome to Trends Like These. What's Trends Like These, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where we take the the news trending on the internet and we cover it in podcast form. We go beyond the headlines, beyond the memes to bring you the real story so that when your friends bring it up, you can look real smart. We take things that need to be debunked and we debunk them. And then we take things that need to be rebunked and we rebunk them. We bring you all the details and we give you a spin on it. Our opinions, our thoughts, and we also try to dig up some positive things to talk about so it's not all bummers. Just a couple of real-life friends talking internet trends. So join us every Thursday on MaximumFun.org and wherever podcasts are found. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Van Ness, J-Mac. Jonathan is giving us the most astonishing take. It's an amazing take. You guys, I don't even know how you can have listened to this program and not have gotten these amazing takes. Just go back and listen again and imagine the most hilarious, delightful takes. Yeah. We, like should be, a fucking, hey, we should be periscoping this thing. We it's should like be Jerry Lewis living. in here. Yeah, it's amazing. He's just hitting us with take after take after take after take. Each more beautiful than the last. The mugging is astonishing. The looks the he's giving us. best. Oh, my God. Just one into the next. Yeah. Slade. Oh. They're slayed, each one of mm. them. Over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Boy. Boy, howdy. Jonathan, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, uh, what do we got just concluded and just coming up on Getting Curious? Well, we just concluded. Um, uh, what's it like? To, or gen, what's gender identity with Ian Harvey, which was amazing. And uh, coming up, we have what's it like to grow up in China, and that'll be out on Wednesday and uh, next Wednesday, and this coming Wednesday. And also, we have uh, we have an astronomy episode in the works. We have a fun um, what is what is shame, um, which is going to be a great episode. And I also have criminal justice reform in the works. So we have some fun episodes coming up. Basically, the premise of this show, Jordan, if you haven't hear, heard it, is Jonathan is, as you can tell from him being mm-hmm. on this program, the most charming man in the world. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he's also sincerely curious about tons of things. So he thinks about something he wonders about, brings in a very serious, sincere, uh, power-minded expert on that subject, and then just assumes nothing and just goes to town asking them questions. Pretty much. It sounds like a terrific – and Jonathan was uh, was telling me some of the topics that he's covered uh, uh, during one of our breaks. Uh, all things I am curious about myself, uh, for instance, uh, growing up in China – and Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. That was a great episode. The Bernie Sanders episode was really fun. I, I am uh, looking forward to downloading this program. And I think one of, the, one of the things I like is that a lot of them are things that you don't know about, but maybe you're like kind of embarrassed to admit you don't really know about. Like, I know that I don't know what the difference between Sunni and Shia Muslims is. Mm-hmm. He did an episode on that. You get in there. You actually f- find out. You don't have to tell anyone that you didn't know beforehand. You can just act like it was just reaffirming information that was already in your head. Looking forward to this show. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun show. And we, you get all the fun of Jonathan Van Ness. That's uh, a bonus. What a lovely bonus. He's also a hairdresser if you need to get your hair dressed. Mm-hmm. You probably I'll dress you, it right on up. You got too many clients already. I do have a lot of clients. Yeah. But uh, I always can make room for one more. Yeah. I always make it work. So go holler at Jonathan. That's what I say. Yeah. Do He's it. on Snapchat right now. Snapping away. Yep. My sweat marks on my chest. <laughs> Brian Fernandez, the producer of our program, Sonny D, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, get at us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. A lot of fun to be had there. A lot of big, a lot of big Jonathan Van Ness fans on Reddit. Ah, I love you guys on Reddit. That's really true. Wait, Rich, but thank you, Jordan Jesse, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming. This was a pieces. great, fun episode. I no laughed laugh. a lot, and I have a new life goal, which is uh, meet a couple of nice lesbians in a yes. bass bass See, pro shop. Bass pro shop. Fuck, I want that to happen. It sounds great. Yeah. It sounds so good. Do you know how little drama there is in that fucking relationship? Just how little bullshit is going on, oh, man. Oh, boy. Just shit's getting taken care of. Everyone's caring for each other. Yum, Fish yum. are getting caught. Yeah. You're providing the variety that prevents bed death. Yeah. Just all kinds Happy of- Happy to help, by the way. Happy to help. Man alive. That's a winning situation. Oh, when that lady said that she had the three-way in Cerritos, I was thinking of that radio commercial that goes, you take 605 to South Street, Cerritos Auto Square- do you think she had it at the Auto Square? I, I would love. Listen, if anybody has a beat on some sex parties happening at the Cerritos Auto Square, like they're right there, right there in a like a Jeep Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, that would be great. That's like in Titanic. Yeah, yeah, like just in like the that. Movie Titanic. Take six oh five to South. Street, I remember when Leo sang that song. Square. Yeah, as no, the he was coming. The That's mirror. when he stole my heart. Yeah, you're oh. here. Yeah. I thought you meant that when he sang the Cerritos Auto Square song, which was another good part. You have to. It was admit. a great part. That was a good part of. There's a lot of good parts of Titanic. There's I'm King of the World. Sure. There's a hand on the mirror. There's the part where he sings, "Take six oh five to South Street, Cerritos Auto Square." Yep. That was pretty. Thank you. I don't know. I got it at Galpin. <laughs> Do they only play that on the rap station? <laughs> I got it at Galpin. Who it's a man, Galpin song. Who man? Who man Hyundai? <laughs> that's one. Yeah, that is. That's a nice. That's a nice solid, nice solid tune there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, the the point is that our feelings are best expressed through the gift of song. Cool. Brian Fernandez on the boards. Maximumfun.reddit.com. Hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. Uh, I want to give uh, two shout outs before we go. Mm-hmm. I talked about this uh, uh, this change.org petition to get me on Archer. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate that. It's already borne some fruit, Jordan. Mm. I'm not on Archer yet. Okay. But I'm getting there. 
Number one, we've been offered a part on the Amazon cartoon Danger and Eggs, mm-hmm. which is soft offer. It's a soft offer. Yeah, we do. We do not have parts. It's just a general principle. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to my boss about it, but I think it's going to happen. I, I have, hope so. I believe in it. Yeah. And you know what else we got offered? Hmm. We're going to be the voice of a gate at JFK. Keep yes. an ear out for that. Yeah, keep an ear out for that. Somebody works at a gate. He loves Jordan Jesse Go. He reached out to us. Would you record the script for my gate? We said, oh, shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We are here for your voiceover needs, I, b- I think is basically what we're trying to communicate. Yeah. and do, I, you, do you need voiceover? We've got voices. I will record any type of announcement. Mm-hmm. I, will do, I will do it for free. Your community theater, your Lions Club, mm-hmm. uh, your restaurant's outgoing voicemail. Your Planned Parenthood? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do Planned Parenthood. I love that. Yeah. You got it. We're here for you. You know, Ken Ken Roberts works works down there at Planned Parenthood of the Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who bring the condoms for Max FunCon. Mm -hmm. I think Ken Roberts could make make me the voice of a Planned Parenthood. I should hope so. That's what they want, right? Yeah. They want like a deep, authoritative, uh, square-sounding male voice. voice. Yes, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) So people feel comforted. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.